Where art thou? Where art thou? Chit chat. Jackie up there. Cool. And I'm up here. Cool. And I'm over here. Cool. And there we go. Cool. All right. So what's this thing that you sent me? Uh, it was just like a brief, like in today's chit chat, Paul and I chat with Peter Cooling, assistant professor in the School of English and Theater Studies. That's it. So, because I think you said earlier to like do a little blurb of a of an intro thing, just like a who, what, when. Should I play it? Sure. It's not. It's like it's literally two seconds. Would it be quicker for you to say it? Uh, I don't even remember what I said. I think it, I literally just said like literally what I said into like in today's where art thou chit chats. We chat with like Paul and I chat with um, Peter Cooling from an assistant professor in the School of English and Theater Studies, but it's better than that. But that's literally what words I said. I can't even find it. I keep trying to download okay. it. Because I sent it as a voice memo uh, from my phone. That's like I don't know if I could play it. I could try to play it. Uh, it's short, but it was just something. Oh. Up next in Where Arts Thou Chit Chats, Paul and I chat with Peter Cooling, assistant professor in the School of English and <laughs> Theater Studies. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Let's do that again. Hello. No, actually, we'll keep that one again. Hello. Hey, Hi, Peter. Peter. It's Paula Danielle. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Super deeper. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So what have you been doing? What have I been doing? Uh, well, I've uh, been wrapping up my, my two courses. I want to start by saying that my, my fourth year ensemble course had to stop completely. Uh, which was kind of disheartening because we had a theater show ready to go in Nazi Hall and we had sets built and q to q was complete and we were super excited to perform for everyone. Uh, so that's just on a hold. My intro courses are sort of starting to wrap up. Um, but, you know, right now I'm actually focusing on uh, a future publication that's coming out uh, for winter 2020 on Canadian drag performance. And so I'm working with a co-editor, on bringing together a whole bunch of drag queens, drag kings, bio queens, trans queens, everyone together to talk about what drag means as a performance vehicle in Canada, how different communities across our great country and all its regions are working with it. And, uh, you know, sort of in the wake of the RuPaul drag race kind of phenomenon, mm -hmm. how are Canadians making it more Canadian or addressing more issues of inequality and gender and language? Uh, and we're even going to do a thing, because I don't know, since all this has started, the drag queens are taking over Instagram. They're performing all the time. They're getting their tip outs and all of that. Instead of with cash in person at a bar, it's online and supporting the queens you love and doing lip syncs on TikTok and Mixer and all these things and having a blast. So drag in the digital age. You know. Drag in the digital age. I love it. That's so I cool. Love it. What, what would the difference be? Is it just flannel? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think I think since like Brooklyn Heights appeared on Drag Race last year as a Canadian who's living in Nashville, uh, bringing some interest here, I don't know that it's necessarily a style or design sort of feature, but I think I don't want to say like we're more necessarily diverse than American drag queens, but I certainly think we have a better regional range, I think, you know. Comedy mm -hmm. styles and music styles, and probably Anne Murray too. A lot of Anne Murray lip sync. A lot of Anne Murray. That's yeah. that's super great. Have you seen a surge in the digital materials? Yeah, like just just the fact that like most converting to like full like individual shows on their Instagrams, and then sometimes there'll be like a hosted show with like performers over eight hours, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of a lot of them are also not just not just securing their own livelihood, but donating to different causes to help 
with, you know, uh, shelter or food for homeless or different aspects of using drag as a way to say, please contribute, you know, $2, $3, whatever you can. Some will go to our performers, but a chunk will go to supporting our community. So so like we've quickly, you know, got a contributor to write about that because that just sort of came up and a play from uh, my colleagues, Richie Wilcox and Aaron Collier from the ship's company out in Nova Scotia called The Princess Show, which is like an anime drag queens with beards playing rock <laughs> guitars. And um, I can't wait because we publish a script. So that script will be in the issue too for people to read. And this comes out uh, This comes out for winter 2020. It was always part of my early summer plan, but so we're kind of jumpstarting it now. Yeah, so, so I'm working on that um, uh, and trying to sort of reconfigure since I can't go to any theater festivals pretty much for the summer and, and see any shows live, um, since I do a lot of work with like digitization of theater and I, I'm working a bit on video games and theater and thinking about a lot of choose your own adventure games and different ways we interact. You know, the, the problem with theater sometimes is we can't go to all the shows. Now I can say, okay, what can I mm-hmm. download and play through? What can I experience? What, what titles have I set aside? Cause I've been too busy to go to them or spend time with them. Um, and spend some time going through some of these different things. I'll, I'll pitch this because it's tons of fun. Do you guys know about the Mysterious Package Company? No, no. I don't. It does sound mysterious. It's, I, I tried this with my intro to performance class at Guelph this term. What we did is they mail you a box full of, it's almost like a escape room in a box full of artifacts and puzzles. And you're, oh. you, you, it comes with kind of like a narrative basis. So the one we got was called uh, Haster, who is the king in yellow from the kind of Cthulhu mythos uh, from the Robert Chambers story oh. from 1895. Haster's trying to come back mm-hmm. to life. He's a demon. And we have to stop him by opening a box of artifacts and solving all the puzzles. And the students and I did That's it for cool. two hours in class, and we did not solve it. It was so hard. But they have a whole <laughs> bunch of different ways to kind of mail you a performance in a box with like newspaper clippings and codes and and like there was a statue and we had to do some chemistry to like get this one piece out of another piece by pouring water in and it was super interesting and engaged and i saw the students light up with just this excitement and i thought since we're we're all trapped at home you know i might as well try to experience some of these things and see what i can do about thinking about that as a new kind of performance experience even though it's private you can play with yourself or families um, but it's like bringing the show into your home, you know? So the video mm-hmm. game thing too, now as a part of your research, how's that helping with getting uh, through the day and how's the rest of the they're, house dealing they're, they're with They're doing okay. My, my, uh, my son is three and a half, so he's not really able to hold mm-hmm. a controller, but he, he's getting narrative a little bit. So, uh, after his afternoon naps, once a day, we get about a half hour of Luigi's mansion. Because he loves ghosts, and Luigi mm-hmm. and uh, Luigi is a vacuum cleaner to suck up all the ghosts, and he's so into it. Like he's like, we just did a, a level with a disco ghost, and we had to figure out which of the ghosts who is discoing was the one holding the secret key, and he would be like that one, that one. He's very into it and engaged, um, and so I'm happy to see that. You know, we're spending a lot of time reading. All our library books have been extended exponentially from the public library because you know we just yeah. we can keep reading them. They're like, just keep them. (laughs) But it's it's, it's good to see that. And I mean, I think it's time, just like reading, just like games, just like music and other things, I'm taking the time to slow down and say, what haven't I had a chance to play? What can I play a bit more and get something from? Uh, And I'm hoping all of this will reconfigure because I absolutely imagine, uh, you know, a a narrative and performance game studies class, a special topics I can offer for sets. 
where we have a chance to play these things or interact with them. That, no, exactly. Yeah. And and we've been so, we've been yeah. um, with our friends. Uh, if you guys know about Twitch broadcasting, we've been broadcasting the yeah. Jackbox mm-hmm. games, and then every every one of our oh. friends plays on their phone at home and watches the stream. And so we're playing like pub trivia yeah. and games with our friends. Like you don't know Jack with our friends who are all stuck in their houses too, as a way for the you know adults to sort of yeah. put our kids to bed, take a break, pour a glass of wine, and enjoy some trivia with friends. You know, yeah. I honestly think this this almost feels like when I did my comprehensives as a grad student where I was asked to read for a year. Like, this is the time to just double down on reading on some games that are overdue and things and collect that so that when I get back to teaching full-time and in-person, uh, we're ready to go with all of it. So, yeah, I don't think... Uh, I don't... Yeah, I sadly sound a little less interesting because I don't have a secret, unexpected skill, but... No, it's pretty awesome. I think we talked about drag queens for about the first yeah. half. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. awesome. <laughs> yeah, my, my drag name is Ophelia Bottom. Uh, and for me, the thing I love about it is because, sure, it's got the joke going for it, but it's also Ophelia and Bottom, two Shakespearean characters. And I did Shakespeare as my kind of English and theater training for my PhD. Excellent. So it's, it's an in-joke time two. It's legit. totally legit. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know that she'll be getting out onto Instagram, but I think when I, I get back, yeah, maybe done. when we launch the special issue in winter, we could do a, a drag, you know, launch of the issue on campus. That would be we great. wouldn't mind giving Ophelia a call. Definitely. She's like getting cabin fever. Uh, yeah. right? Preferably a video call. Yeah, a video call would be perfect. Absolutely. Man, now I got to tease the big hair for a few hours to get that ready. So, yes. (laughs) Get a blowout. All right. All right. Okay, good. We're glad you're you're healthy and happy. Awesome. 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 Have a super day. Mm -hmm. Great. Thanks, Peter. Bye, guys. Awesome. That's awesome. Chit chat. Just like an anime drag queens with beards playing rock guitars.